do believe we are ready, sir. Room podcast right back in your motherfucking earpods again, you crazy maniacs. You doubt you forgot to unsubscribe. Now I'm back. My name is Darian. My main man buddy is in the house. Hey, what's going on? What's up, dude? Man, man, <laughs> I'm back again. This is two you in a row. Two in a row, dude. <laughs> hey, yeah, don't jinx it. Don't fuck it up. What's up, man? Oh, not much. Uh, just uh, took on an inventory control position at Boom. work. Yeah, you know, <laughs> as if I'm not busy enough. No, you know? of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but why not? I mean, it's better than not having a job. Yes, exactly. Like, although sometimes I wonder, you know, <laughs> you get fired. I'll get another. I want to. I want like a low risk, probably low pay, low responsibility, zero stress job. That'd be really boring. It would, but I I would find a way. I'd, no, I'd probably go crazy doing that, too. I'd <laughs> yeah. be like the stamp licker at the post office or something. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know, but it would be dumb. Will you lick this for me? I can't lick my thumb anymore. Nice. Dude. How about you? What have you been on? So, my, my late Christmas present arrived. Yeah? It's a video game emulator, dude. Whoa. It is a, it's a little black box from China. <laughs> and it's got like 5,000 old school video games on it. Like Nintendo, nice. Sega Genesis, TurboGrafx-16. Hell yeah. Um, fucking Super Nintendo, PlayStation 1. There's like 5,000 games on it. For dude. like five bucks. Uh, no, I think, I think my wife got it for me. I think she paid like 130 for it. That's cool. But dude, I'm, I... I forgot how stressful these fucking games are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I played oh, yeah. Do you remember a game called Akari Warriors on the Nintendo? It's no. basically just two guys running through the jungle shooting up a, a enemy army. Okay. I've played it. I cannot get past the first 14 seconds of it. Oh, dang. I used to play the crap out of that when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm ready to take the TV and launch it over the fence in the backyard. I'm so pissed off oh, wow. at Atari Warriors. <laughs> Is it no. the old school graphics, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, same music, same everything. You even <laughs> yeah. get you a little controller that comes with it. Fucking piss you off. (laughs) So now I'm going through and I'm remembering all the games from my childhood. And I'm starting to understand why I have anxiety problems now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know how I didn't develop a drinking problem. (laughs) A little PTSD there. A little bit. A little bit, buddy. Freaking me right out at Kari Warriors. God damn it. Uh, I I tried to get my son to play one with me. Uh He slapped the controller out of my hands. It's like, what the hell is this, old man? You're yeah. wasting my time. Yeah, what kind of graphics is this? I could be playing Roblox for $5 a minute right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stupid. 
<laughs> oh, it's miserable, dude. Hmm. Right on. Well, we got a horror show to get into here, amigo. We got horror news, listener mail, all the usual shenanigans. I say we kick things off with a little horror news. Oh, yeah. Horror news. What do you got there, tough guy? All right, let's start it off with Yellow Jackets. You familiar with it? I am. Well, don't expect Yellow Jackets season three until sometime in 2025. 2025. Yeah, I guess it's delayed to WGA and SAG after strikes that largely brought Hollywood to a halt this past year. Yeah, man. You ever watch that show? Uh, I saw the first episode and loved it. I just haven't been able to chance to. That's where I'm at with pretty much every single TV show (laughs) ever. Oh, that looks really good. I'm going to get into that. No time. There it goes. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> Let me start something else. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me watch Evil Dead Rise for the 14th time. <laughs> yeah, right? Stupid. All right. I got five unique Frankenstein horror movies to stream this week. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's start it off with Bride of Reanimator. Mm. Yeah, you'll find this on Tubi. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Depraved. This is on AMC Plus and Tubi. Uh, Shutter also. I started that one a little while ago. It's interesting. Yeah? It's Frankenstein by way of Larry Fessenden, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Frankenhooker. We all know oh. and love this one. <laughs> AMC Plus, Criterion Channel, Freebie, Peacock, Plex, Pluto, TV Shutter. Just about everything you can possibly think of. You can't get away from Frankenhooker. <laughs> no. Even if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, Frankenstein's Army. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, this is on Freebie, Plex, Tubi, and Screenbox. Yep. Patchwork, the Roku. Oh, yeah, Patchwork. Uh, this is on Roku Channel, Tubi, and Voodoo. That one doesn't sound familiar. No, it doesn't. Patchwork. It doesn't sound familiar, and not even the picture. No. Oh, well, yeah. let's check that one out. Right. Right on. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, now. Uh, did, now, you saw Exorcist Believer. Yes. You didn't care for it. No. Is your microphone on? Did we just lose you? There you are. There you are. Um, There was it was supposed to be the start of a trilogy, right? Bad news, ex or good news actually. Exorcist Deceiver, Uh the next installment, already pulled from uh, Universal's release calendar. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I don't care for that. I I think we all saw that coming. You're my. I don't know what's up with you, man. We can't hear you all of a sudden. I'm right in front of it. (laughs) But you're not. Am I? Say something. Check check one two one two. Check, check, one, Yeah, two, you're one, two. barely coming in. Come a little closer to the microphone there. If I can. It's on. Check, check, there one, There we two. are. There he is. <laughs> the sultry tones of Buddy is back. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I think uh, we all universally hated The Exorcist Believer. Mm-hmm. And now I, I think that we're probably done with The Exorcist for a while. Well, we'd like to be. I'd like to be. I'm, I'm done with it. Tell you that right now. Uh, what do we got here? Severin Films. You familiar with this? Mm, it's sure. one of these re-release companies. Oh yeah, yeah. They are going to release Burial Ground. Oh, in Ultra 4K in January. Wow. I'm gonna have to. I'm <laughs> gonna, I gotta see that little t- boy man guy in Ultra 4K. In Ultra 4K. <laughs> Coming right out of the screen. S- still breastfeeding and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get that one. Uh, what else we got here? Coming to Netflix, Monsters, the Lyle and Eric Menendez story. 
Okay. Starring Javier Bardem. Hmm. For all you true crime dorks out there. All right. Uh, I don't know. I probably won't watch that. Yeah. It's got too much with the kid stuff. Oh. Possible kid stuff. I don't know. Speaking of kid hmm. stuff, R.L. Stein has confirmed another Fear Street movie coming to Netflix. Wow. Uh, what year? Uh, it doesn't say yet. It's okay. still in the uh, screenplay process. I like the trilogy. It was pretty good. It's good, right? Yeah. I want to get that. Yeah. My guy on Etsy can do a, a Blu-ray copy of all three movies. Okay. I'm going to have to pull that one, I think. Yeah. It's good stuff. Hmm. And that is all we have on the horror news, you maniac. How about some listener mail? Yeah. About some listener female. All right. No. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not today. Not for us. <laughs> listener male. Oh, let's see what we got here, buddy. Hmm. We got a couple of voicemails here, Hot Dogger. Let's start yeah. things off in Alabama. Here comes Alan. Hey, Alan. Added room. What's up? Good to hear Buddy again. Hey, now. Um, I hope everybody's doing good here. It's in the it was in the teens. Yeah, buddy. And it's it's the highest, the hottest, the warmest Scott in today is the twenties. Um, it sucks. Shit. Anyway, Herodome, give me Frankenhooker. Yeah, I figured that. So, um. I watched Bliss. Yeah, what do you I think? I really dug it. I like Bagos. Okay. I, I actually dig the crazy lighting and stuff. Um, I like the music he plays. I've seen VFW, Bloody Christmas, Bloody Christmas, whatever it is, Christmas, Bloody Christmas, and Bliss. Um, I dig his style. Let's see, I just got done watching Martin. That was an that interesting one. take on the vampire thing. It's a little um, I enjoyed it. Let's see. Uh, ooh. Huh. Mr. Darian, are you the color from outer space? You got me. And horror parodies. Number one, I'm going to go Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Number two, I'm going to go Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. And number three, I'm going to go with uh, the first scary movie. Okay. The rest of them all went downhill. I uh, would That's agree. all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. You too there, Mr. Allen. Right on, dude. I forgot about Young Frankenstein. I guess that is a horror parody, if yeah, ever there was one, right? One. Yeah. Right on, Dan. Really, anything by Mel Brooks. Right. Uh, what do we got here? Let's get down to Southern Cal. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerate this week? What's up, dude? We hope everyone is doing well. Wanted to get in real quick there. Uh, on the educating department, yeah, I don't think I know who you are. I, fuck it, I think I, I think I've lost like the last three or four. Oh this, come on man. now, I get myself back on track. Yeah, don't give Either up. That or you got to start making them easier, there, Darren. Okay, I can do that. Um, on the uh, Terror Dome, we got the other and the Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker. We think of that. I'm just going to go with the other. Just okay, I'm kind of done with Frankenhooker. I <laughs> I don't have any logic as to why it should be. I just I'm just kind of done with Frankenhooker. I think <laughs> I think he's gone far enough. Okay, uh, that's fair. And I'm just over it. I get that. Uh, fucking what do we got? Oh, on the uh, meat hook there, we got three on the meat hook for horror spoofs. Yes, sir. All right. Um, I don't know fucking what qualifies as a and what doesn't qualify as I'm going to go with you your know, best you judgment. We're talking about some that I got to admit initially I was like that ain't no spoof that's 
that's just a horror comedy, but I don't know. Fuck it, man. Anything can be a spoof, I guess, if you can sell it, right? Sure. Yeah. So uh, here's what we're, here's what I got uh, for number three. Hor- uh, fucking what's it called? Student bodies. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw the flick a long time ago. It was just uh, had some good fond memories with it. Yeah, it's kind of cheesy. Yeah, it's kind of silly, but uh, I, I still enjoy it. The Something breather. I thought was really interesting about it. You know, it's a big spoof of uh, slashers. Oh yeah. Is how early? I want to say that flick is like eighty or eighty-one. Yeah. It's like super early, early eighties to already be, you know, spoofing slashers. I mean, like Halloween in seventy-eight was kind of you know the start of it, and of right. course you know Friday the Thirteenth in nineteen eighty. To think that they were already spoofing them, sure, in eighty-one, eighty-two, whatever year that flick was. It doesn't take long. Whatever, I'm not droning on there. Okay. Uh, Number two, Behind the Mask, The Rise of the Lucky oh, yeah. Vernon. Uh, yeah, you know, this could be a fucking horror comedy. It could be a spoof. It could be, uh, I don't know. It, it fits in a bunch of categories, but yeah. it definitely fits in the spoof category. So put me down for that. I Love agree. Netflix, great movie. And then number one, has got to be uh, Cabin in the Woods. There it is. Uh, I didn't even think of that. Great horror flick, definitely a spoof and I don't know. Maybe it's not a spoof. Maybe it just uh, is a clarification of why all these uh, horror rules exist or sure. what have you. Great flick. I loved it. Um, Could have been an yeah, awesome franchise. On um, as far as what are you looking at, department? I uh, ended up watching Zombieland Two again. Okay, that's a good. And one. it's kind of funny because it came up on I don't know one of the streets. And GP. <laughs> well, I I mean. Yeah, I, I guess it would be considered a spoof, yeah. Cabin in the Woods, right? Because yeah. they're kind of ripping off pretty much every single horror movie ever. <laughs> so, yeah, you're spoofing that for sure. <clears throat> if you could pick anybody else to kill the kids in the Cabin in the Woods, who would it be? Ooh. I'm tempted by the unicorn because I want to see a, <laughs> that would be hilarious. a good unicorn-based horror movie. I don't think we've seen that yet. And it was Man. on the whiteboard. I don't know. I can't even think of one. I know. There's so there's many. There's so many, yeah. yeah. Right on. Uh, he got GP'd, as, as he is wont to do. But he did call back. Let's see what else he's got on his mind here. G motherfucking P, Tom Hardy. G motherfucking P. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, no, no, you're good. Saying, uh, I got to catch Zombieland 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I... And I saw it, I thought, oh, man, I haven't seen that flick. But as I'm watching it, oh, shit, I did see this. I and i got to say, mm-hmm. man, it definitely doesn't uh, hold up as well as the original. But it kind of got me thinking, maybe the original doesn't hold up as well as the memories. Because it pretty much hits all the same kind of points of the original one. Yeah. But for some reason, it just doesn't have that same, I don't know, maybe... Maybe it was just uh, too late, you know. The sequel just came up too yeah, late from it was the like, uh, original. Yeah, but it was like eight years. All in all, thought it was a good flick, but I just remember the zombie, uh, the original zombie. Oh yeah, and I don't know. Maybe, like I said, maybe I should. I'm fucking growing up. Anyway, <laughs> I love you, like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks for calling in, amigo. Uh, I get yeah. it, man. That's that's kind of why I have a love hate relationship with the Scream movies, mm-hmm. or at least I did 
until part what five, six, and now seven. Seven, yeah. But you got one, and then like I think uh, two, three years later, you got two. Two, three years after that, you got three, which I'm still pissed off at. Mm-hmm. And then ten years later, after that, you get part four. Mm-hmm. And then ten years after that comes part five. I know. So watching part four, I was like, "Oh, this is fucking horseshit." Watching part five, I was like. Uh, well, it's been a while. So Next one's going to be in a nursing home. It's going to be stupid. They're all already <laughs> dead. We're running out of people to kill here. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's the key. Is you got to just find a sweet spot. You know, I think that's where they fucked up with the uh, the latest Halloween trilogy. Mm-hmm. They started cranking them out every year. Yeah, and the back quality, to back to back. Yeah, quality just went down. Yeah. Right on uh, there, Tom Hardy. That is all we have on the listener mail, buddy. You got anything for Alan or Tom Hardy? Yeah, Tom Hardy. You know, if you ever want to revisit Frankenhooker, you know, just in case you want to change your mind, it's like I said streaming earlier, it's streaming everywhere. everywhere. It is literally <laughs> streaming in my bathroom as we record this. You go right? in there right now and watch it. It's probably halfway through. <laughs> That's right. All right, buddy. It's time for a movie. All right. My name is Martin. I'm 84 years old. People think I'm crazy when I tell them how old I am. I'd like to be normal. I just have a sickness. The only way I can survive is by drinking blood. It's not easy living the way I do. I have to be careful all the time. But I'm pretty good at it. I think as I get older, I get better. I haven't been caught yet. Martin, another kind of terror. See, people don't understand what's wrong. They think that I'm a monster. They think I'm a vampire. Those things I see in the movies are not real. I don't have a whole lot of women. It's nice to watch them. I watch them a lot all the time. I have to, to be sure that nothing goes wrong. I follow them. I plan. I'm very careful. I have needles now. I can use them. I can put them to sleep. And it doesn't hurt. Martin, another kind of terror. I would like to be like everyone else. I have to do things that I don't necessarily like to do. But I want to stay alive. I do need blood. From the director of Night of the Living Dead. All right, buddy, we're talking about Martin from 1977, written and directed by George Romero. This movie got seven stars on IMDb. I don't know how. It's very cerebral. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm still thinking about it. 
Uh, it stars John Amplis, Lincoln Mazel, and Christine Forrest. It's written and directed by George Romero, of course. Mm-hmm. It's got a pretty decent R rating on it. Yeah. Um, lot, lot going on here, my friend. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's really... Who's the, who's the real crazy bitch in this equation? Hmm. I mean, it's clearly Martin, but it could also be Kudo. Right. So, and then... I don't know. Somehow Tom Savini got implicated in some shit. Mm-hmm. All right. So I don't know. We start off on a train and we're going to meet our titular character, Martin. He's a young guy. He looks like he's about 18, right? Yeah. 18, 20, somewhere An in there. An awkward 18-year-old. Well, he's, he's a 1970s yinzer, tw- <laughs> uh, you know, 18. Yinzer, of course, is a term that people in Pittsburgh call themselves. <laughs> For the life of me, I don't know what it means, but hey, look at a yinzer over there. I remember Josh telling me all about that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what a dirty, dingy place, you know? Mm. And I don't think it's Pittsburgh per se as much as it is the late 70s. Yeah. Just everybody is chain smoking and drinking stale beer. Mm-hmm. I can smell this movie. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's thick. gross. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. Just dingy wallpaper and busted ass bars all over the place Mm -hmm. i assume that that's what the 70s pittsburgh looked like yeah probably a bunch of fat fucks with beards um (laughs) you know a lot of date rape going on (laughs) yeah i assume i'm sure pittsburgh's a wonderful place buddy Mm -hmm. these days speaking of your Steelers. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so we're on a train. Martin is headed somewhere, and he decides he's going to, um, I guess, accost this young lady that he has caught the eye of and is kind of taken. He's, he's attracted to this young lady, so he starts creepily stalking her around the train. Uh, he waits till she's getting ready for bed, and this is where we're going to get a little confusing here because. Okay, so the the one that I watched, I don't know where you saw the streaming, but did yours go into like black and white sequences? Yes. Okay, good. Because yeah. I remember seeing this before and it didn't do that. This, those sequences were all in color. Oh, okay. Very confusing. Um, so periodically, Martin... All right, so I guess he fancies himself a vampire, but not like a, not a... Not a real vampire, I guess, or like yeah. a, just a blood drinker kind of a that's, dude. That's what I was thinking, just but, a blood drinker, because he didn't even have the teeth. He didn't have the teeth. Well, he kind of put some on. You know? Oh, he went, yeah. He went a little <laughs> Nicolas Cage on us there for a yeah. second. Uh, anyway, he follows her. Uh, she's getting ready for bed in her train car. He's got like a like a rape kit that involves uh, hypodermic needles and some kind of a tranquilizer situation <laughs> and uh, razor blades. But before he he breaks into her train car, uh, he goes into like one of his black and white sequence flashback things or whatever, and uh, he he has like these fantasies, I guess, of like these women, like being seduced by him, and like, mm-hmm. oh, come to me, Martin, come to me, mm-hmm. and there's like a voiceover with it too, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so he's like playing all this in his head, but in reality, he's. Picking the lock and breaking into her train car as she's getting out of the uh, bathroom with that weird schmutz on her face. And then uh, he attacks her, but she does a pretty good job of fighting him off yeah. and throws some pretty serious 
verbal abuse at him. Yeah, right? Like, you asshole, rapist, <laughs> scumbag, piece of shit. I know. It was cracking me up. This went on for like at least a good four or five minutes. You know, yeah. you'd think somebody would have heard this, mm-hmm. but she doesn't do a lot of screaming. Mostly she's just looking to kick his ass. Right. I get that. I admire that in a woman. And to be fair, if he didn't have the uh, the drug needle, he she probably would have got the better of it. Yeah, him. probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't accidentally inflict himself. I it. know, right? Ah, <laughs> shit! <laughs> uh, make a long story short, eventually he gets the needle into her, and then he strips her down. Um, she's just unconscious at this point. Uh, he does like a weird snuggly, naked snuggle situation. I don't think he ever actually has sex with her because she's just totally limp and he's like pulling her naked body on top of him and then eventually he breaks out the razor blade and opens up the uh one of her wrists and drinks the blood and then does a very meticulous job of uh cleaning the place up Mm. he puts a bunch of pills laying around and the razor blade makes it look like a suicide yeah and then he goes back to his car uh everything's pretty cool the next morning the train arrives at the station there in pittsburgh and he gets off the train as they're discovering the body, and he's met by an old man named Kudo. Now, this part kind of perplexed me for a minute because Kudo doesn't really introduce himself or, mm-hmm. hey, Martin, it's me, Kudo. Martin just starts following Kudo, and Kudo, t- and eventually Kudo turns around. He's like, we're going to get on another train. Yeah. And Martin's like, okay. So they get on another train, and then that goes back to Pittsburgh, and then Martin just follows Kudo right to his house. And then eventually we get to we come to realize that Kudo is his, I guess, cousin. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No. Although watching that trailer, it kind of does. But if we're going to go down that road, then we have to assume that Martin is in fact a vampire. Because mm-hmm. in the trailer, Martin just said I'm 84 years old, right? Which would make the whole cousin thing make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Kudo, by the way, appears to be in his early to mid 70s. I'd say mm-hmm. uh, Martin looks like he's 20. Right. So Kudo is like, you are a vampire, Nosferatu. I know. Very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. And Martin's like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets him set up in a bedroom. He lays all these rules on him. He's like, you will not speak to my daughter. She will try to speak to you, but you will not reply. You will not go in my bedroom. You are a vampire. Nosferatu. Nosferatu. (laughs) I will save your soul and destroy your body. (laughs) Martin's like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) What did I just walk into? What the fuck am I doing? But we never really find out where Martin came from or how he came to go live with Kudo. Nope. So I guess we'll just go with this then. Um, very strange. And then Martin immediately starts going into these black and white flashbacks again. Um, like old country, uh, people chasing him with torches and stuff like that. He's wearing, got like a dapper tuxedo on and blood all over the place. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's very cinematic. And to be honest with you, if they had made the black and white portion into a full movie, I would want, that looks much better. Oh yeah. Than this dingy Pittsburgh (laughs) fucking shithole. (laughs) Just (laughs) saying. Uh, we come to find out that uh, Kudo owns like a grocery store and he's putting Martin to work in the grocery store. Um, Martin basically starts delivering groceries around the neighborhood, uh, getting some tips and stuff like that. Eventually, we meet Kudo's granddaughter, mm-hmm. who also appears to be older than Martin. 
Yeah. But we have a conversation with Kudo. Kudo keeps coming to, you are a vampire. <laughs> and then Martin's like, hey, I'm not a fucking vampire. I'm your cousin. He keeps telling him, I'm your cousin. I'm your cousin, yeah. Okay, so, so the mathematics is not adding up here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Unless we are going to sign off on Martin being a vampire. Mm-hmm. Which we might. I don't know. All right, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm your cousin, but I look very good yeah, for my age. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, maybe if Kudo had like 15 to 20 brothers and sisters, and Martin was like the son of the very youngest. Mm-hmm. And Kudo was the absolute oldest, but even that's a stretch, man. Mm-hmm. I'm reaching out here. Whatever. Uh, Martin's delivering uh, groceries all over the place. He's having a great time. Very awkward, quiet dude. Not an attractive guy. No. I would no. say. Uh, not even by 1970s Pittsburgh standards. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm not, uh, whatever. I just assume that they all had bad teeth and <laughs> yeah. smoked a lot of cigarettes. Um, <laughs> We meet the daughter. Her name is Christine. She's very nice. Uh, her boyfriend is played by Tom Savini, a guy named Ar- Arthur. That uh, we're, He's a mechanic. He seems all right, too. Um, I kind of got like a weird... Christine's kind of picking up on Martin a little bit, like, you know, offering to help out. But Martin's not allowed to talk to Christine. Right. Remember? So he does a lot of mumbling instead, mm. which I thought was stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eventually, Martin is, uh, he goes to deliver some groceries uh, to one lady's house, and she's a Pittsburgh six, I would, <laughs> I would say. She's a hot and horny housewife, is what she is, buddy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the fuck was going on here, but she, Martin's like, hey, here's your groceries. And she's like, oh, you're new. Oh, how are you? Let me get my husband's money. I don't want to spend my money. And he's like, okay. And then she just is like, my husband's out with his girls all the time. And what the fuck is happening here? Oh, she's is he a reeling it in. Yeah, dude. She's laying her whole life story on Martin. Yeah. Uh, I think she was laying it on pretty thick that she's wanting to, some mm-hmm. some attention from old Marty there. Martin, of course, has no idea how to handle this, so he's like, nope. here's your change, come on! He takes off running. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Uh, from there, he delivers a vampire virgin. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Shit, that really sucks. <laughs> In more ways than one. Uh, Martin delivers some more groceries around. We get a lot of uh, Martin walking around staring at chicks. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, I think I get what Romero was going for here. It's, uh, is this guy a vampire, or is he just a psycho, or is Kudo the actual psycho? Right. Because Kudo was not dropping the vampire thing. Mm-hmm. Like, every time he sees Martin, he's got to cross himself. He insists on taking Martin to church, which I don't think you should be able to do if, if there's, he's a vampire. <laughs> right? Vampires right. can't go to church. I don't know. Maybe they can. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, rapists can, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that's that's awesome. Eventually, Martin saves up like a couple bucks and makes his way downtown Pittsburgh, where again he's just kind of creepily, you know, staring at chicks. And he goes to like a um, seedy like porno theater for a few minutes, and he's checking that place out. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, he spots one chick that he he's kind of into, and he lays some uh, "I'm deaf." Uh, please help me note on her. So she's like, oh my God, she's there with her husband. She's like, yeah, okay, give you some money. And then he follows her all the way home. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Creepy. Yeah. Uh, While he's there, he steals the garage door opener. 
Did you see the size of that fucking garage oh, yeah. door opener, buddy? <laughs> it's like a laptop. Why? <laughs> Pretty much, man. <laughs> Holy cow. You need like a case just for that thing, you know? Yeah. Don't lose it. Well, it's going to be hard to lose. <laughs> it's it's hard to lose, yeah. It doesn't fit in anybody's pocket. <laughs> nope. you got you to gas that thing up with your car. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, he comes back a couple nights later, and uh, he's ready to... He's been scoping the place out, and um, he's like, okay, he watches the husband leave, and he's kind of, uh, you know, the husband's like, okay, I'll be back in a couple weeks, so just take care of the place, and yeah, and then the wife is there all by herself, so mm-hmm. Martin's thinking, okay, it's going down, I'm going to go in there and put my needle in her, and then I roll around naked, I guess, is, that's what that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. um, so everything's going smoothly. He uses his stolen laptop computer garage door opener to get inside. <laughs> this house is bananas. I mean, I get it. This is like the way houses looked back then. Yeah. But fucking weird wallpaper, mm-hmm. um, like doors that don't have door frames. They're just kind of hinged. Very strange. A lot yeah. of mirrors, unnecessary. Um, this is probably... <laughs> Now, I'm, okay, I'm not one to root for a rapist or a home invader, but these two were fucking idiots. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is this is these this particular couple. Well, we'll get to that anyway. <laughs> okay. Martin's in there. He's creeping around the house. It's late at night. He's thinking, I'm going to catch her asleep. I'm going to I'm going to drug her up and open her open her vein again. Uh, pretty soon, he starts hearing noise from upstairs. And he opens the door, and goddamn, if she doesn't already, she's banging another guy in there. She's mm-hmm. having an affair. So uh, the other guy's like, "Whoa, oh, I'm sorry, man. Sorry, uh, uh, she didn't <laughs> tell me she was married." Yeah. And the lady is like, "You idiot! I don't know who this guy is." And Martin's <laughs> yeah. like, "I don't know who he is." <laughs> this is a very stupid sequence. It was. When you're going to do, put a raping on a lady, make sure she's not already having sex at that moment. <laughs> right. And wait till she's done, and then you get in there. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? All right. I'm not giving pointers to rapists, but everybody just kind of stands there looking at each other. It's like that Spider-Man meme where there's three Spider-Mans, and they're all pointing the, the web slingers at each other. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that for, yeah. for a hot minute. And then eventually the, the chick is like, I don't know who that guy is. So the big struggle, uh, Martin is like tussling around with the guy, ends up shooting the guy with the, uh, the drug needle. Mm-hmm. So, but then the guy like puts a pretty good ass kicking on Martin and mm-hmm. throws him out of the bedroom. At that point, the guy is like, call the cops, call the cops. And she's like, no, I'm cheating on my husband with you. I can't call the cops. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, call somebody. And she's like, I can't call anybody. You just need to go and get him out of here. And the guy's like, no, he sh- fucking injected me with something. So this is a whole, like, five-minute <laughs> sequence of just stupidity. It was comical. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, eventually, like, they decide, okay, we're going to go find that guy. So the big guy goes out and he starts creeping around the house looking for Martin. Martin's kind of, like, creepily following him around. Eventually, the guy, like, steps out of the front door uh, he's like, where is that fucking guy? Martin just closes the door behind Locked him and locks it. him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <The> idiot. <laughs> so now he's inside all alone with the young lady. Yeah. Uh, but before that, though, is a whole other stupid sequence with the phone. Now, oh, yeah. This is a this is a fairly nice house. <laughs> it's got, like, the, the multiple phone lines. So she picks up the phone to call the – they want to call the hospital to tell them they're on their way. 
They're not going to call the cops or the paramedics or anything like that. They just Mm want to call the hospital. So first she picks it up and dials the operator to get the number for the hospital. Mm -hmm. All right, excellent. Then she hangs up the phone and lets it picks it up again to call the hospital. Mm -hmm. But by then, Martin has the other line, and he's off. He's got the other phone off the hook, and he's just hitting random buttons every time she tries to dial. <laughs> he should have, like, played it off. <laughs> yeah, hey. Oh, you got a guy coming? Okay, I'll see you when you yeah. get here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, no, you should just send him by yourself. You should stay at the house. Yeah, right. That's what I think. <laughs> she probably would have done it. She probably would have. <laughs> Fucking stupid. But this whole thing goes on for, like, five minutes where she's, oh, I forgot the phone number. So then she pick, like drops it again and tries to redial, but then Martin's just hitting random <laughs> buttons. Beep, 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 beep. Eventually, to make a very long and stupid story short, uh, dr- the guy, the fu- like after twenty minutes, the drugs finally kick in on the guy, and mm-hmm. he just kind of collapses at the front door. Yeah, he injected him again. Yeah, Martin gets upstairs, finally puts the uh, the drug needle into the chick, but like he has like a weird. Um, I don't know, like crisis of conscience at the last second. He like undoes her uh, uh, robe and fiddles around with her boobs for a second. But then he's like, "Oh, it's okay. I'll just go drink your boyfriend's blood instead." Yeah. And then he just kind of bundles. You're her just up. gonna go to sleep. You'll yeah. wake up. Yeah, and then he just kind of bundles her up and then goes outside and takes a stick and pokes the boyfriend in the neck, yeah. which I guess is enough to to break the artery. <laughs> I guess. And then he drinks his blood and buries him there in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Very stupid. And the way he was jumping off the bed and everything oh, else. Oh, like, stupid. Bing! And then he'd dart off somewhere else and hide. Yeah. Like, what the heck? It looks like my, my son and my daughter having a Nerf war is what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jumps in. Ha! Ah! Runs out there. <laughs> yeah. What the hell was that? <laughs> oh, stupid. All right. Anyway, that was fun. Um, from there, we get more psychology and the... Uh, you know, Martin is now calling into a late night radio show and he's like uh, telling the host about how he drinks blood and they haven't found this body or that body. Um, he then gets called back to the widow or the horny housewife's house where he kind of, uh, she, in no uncertain terms, she's now like running her fingers through his hair, which is freaking him right out. Yeah. And then she's like, Oh, you're just so innocent, Martin. I just want to hold you. Okay. Now, if you want to fuck, we can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. But like now you're being you're being a little creepy and borderline pedophilic with it cuz <laughs> I mean, I don't know how old Martin was. I'm going to say like 18 to 20. At this whole innocence thing, and she just wants to hold him, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a little you're getting a little creepy there, fella. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But again, it just freaks Martin right out and he takes off running. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fine. Uh, what else? From there we get to, um, there's like a like a botched attempt. Apparently there's a biker gang that lives right next door to Kudo, mm-hmm. which I think was the same biker gang from Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> they be. looked very similar. Yeah, it might you be. You know, a lot of uh, handlebar mustaches and... Um, Aviator shades and hey, fuck you! Mm-hmm. And they throw a beer can in Kudo's lawn at one point. Yeah, yeah, very silly. Um, at one point, Mart. And finally, we're coming towards the end of the 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 whole psychology thing. Kudo brings a fu- the the new priest over, who's played by George Romero, and Kudo's like, "Hey, man, uh, what do you think of demons and vampires and shit?" And George Romero's like, "Yeah, I don't. We're not. I'm not that kind of priest." 
And Kudo's like, well, we, this is a very old neighborhood, and we need an old priest that can do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So George Romero's like, okay, well, let me have you talk to my friend. He believes all that fun shit, so maybe you can work something out with him. Make a long story short, uh, mm-hmm. this 95-year-old man shows up with a priest robe, and he tries to exercise Martin, I guess. But not really like an exorcism. It's more like a... Oh, you're trying to take a nap. I'm going to come read the Bible loudly in your face kind of a thing. Yeah. While Kudo is behind him with a couple of candles, like doing the cross thing. (laughs) I thought he was going to set the priest on fire. (laughs) Right. Because Kudo kept, his hands were shaking and he was getting closer and closer Mm -hmm. to the old man. That would have been kind of... The wax dripping down. Yeah, that would have been kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eventually, I don't think Martin was at all like bothered by it or just annoyed. Well, he had those flashbacks that was kind of weird. Yeah, he kept going into like the fucking black and white thing. Yeah. But eventually Martin's like, God, I'm just going to get out of here. God damn it, you people are crazy. And old priest, after he leaves, is still talking. He's still reading. He's <laughs> he reading. must have been blind. He's, uh, he's, I think he's just so out of it, he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. He's now reading to an empty couch. Yeah. Fuck. Well, that couch is not a vampire. Uh, so from there, Martin takes off. He goes running out. Um now, he, just before that, though, he called the radio show and said that he was getting shaky because he hadn't had any blood, but uh, he uh, couldn't find a young lady that he was attracted to, so he's kind of spazzing out a little bit. Um, so he anyway, he goes taken off, and he gets accosted by the biker gang, and by accosted, I mean they just kind of like shove him down the sidewalk a little bit. Yeah. Ah, you fucking homo. Ah. Yeah, and Martin's like, oh no, and he kind of walks off. Um, he follows one of the dudes like down uh, alley, thinking I'm gonna kill this guy. He kills him, drinks his blood, and then from there, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe I missed something here, buddy. Maybe you can fill me in. Out of nowhere, he just decides to break into a clothing store. Was there like some reason for that? Like maybe the I, were the I, bikers following him and I didn't see yeah, it? Somebody was. I don't remember who, but he like freaked out and just went into the store. Yeah, he throws a brick through the door and then he runs in there and instead of doing like a smash and grab, he does like a smash, try on a few things, mm-hmm. change his clothes, <clears throat> hang out, and then leave as the cops are showing up. Yeah. But he's now uh, very dapperly dressed. Yeah. So he's got that going for yeah. him. Uh, he goes hauling ass. The cops are chasing him. Uh, he ducks down a bunch of alleyways into like what appeared to be like an abandoned warehouse or a garage mm-hmm. where there's just like five or six <clears throat> shady characters just hanging around. Yeah. Uh, the cops roll in and the shady guys start shooting at the cops and the cops start shooting at the shady guys. Like two cops and like six shady guys all get ki- just kill each other right there. Very weird mm-hmm. sequence. Um uh, and then, out of nowhere, Martin's like, you know what? I feel better now. I'm going to go home and go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. And then the next morning, he wakes up and Kudo drives mm. a stake right through his heart. Yeah. And that's the end of your movie, buddy. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what, what, what is even going on here, man? <laughs> what do you think? Vampire or just a nut job? Um, Nut job. Probably, right? Yeah. Only because there was no hint of anything of a vampire. Yeah, he drank a blood, but you know, yeah. so kind of crazy person. Well, that whole thing about him being 80 years old, yeah, if they had worked that into the movie, that might yeah. make a little sense. I mean, there's one sequence where Kudo is showing his granddaughter like an old photo album. Yeah. And he's like, there's only four uh, members of the family of his bloodline, and they're all vampires. And 
He's the last one. He's the last one. So, I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know. What did you think of Martin? <laughs> it was okay. Very, <laughs> very cerebral. Yeah, very slow. Psychological. Too. Very dingy. Very yes. dingy fucking movie, man. No, I got a kick out of the scene where he's like trying to stab the couple. That was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a 10-minute sequence, too. <laughs> yeah. They go upstairs, he runs downstairs. Mm-hmm. They go downstairs, he runs back upstairs. He sneaks in a room, jumps on the bed, stabs the needle, goes into another room. <laughs> like He was never there. Like, you didn't see me. Oh, that was a mosquito bite. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Crazy. Um, it's, it's fine. It's uh, definitely not my favorite Romero film. Definitely not my favorite vampire film. It's more like a um, psychological thriller, I guess. Like I said, it's like yeah. who's, who's the bigger crazy bitch here? Is it Kudo or is it? Well, I mean, clearly Martin is drugging and raping right. and killing chicks, so he's the crazy fuck. Mm-hmm. But then, how does Kudo know that Martin thinks he's a vampire, unless? There's mental illness in the family, which could be a thing. Because yeah. the daughter who takes off with Tom Savini, she's like, he's a fucking nut job. I'm out of here. Right. After he slaps her twice, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Not that you should slap a, a young lady, but <laughs> no. I don't know. I got a kick out of that scene. Um, it's fine. I watched it on Tubi, I believe. It's yep. from 1977. It's very slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, be prepared to watch Martin walk up and down the streets of Philadelphia at one, or uh, Pittsburgh. At one point, he just kind of moseys himself into a parade. Oh, yeah, that's walking right. walking down with the parade for, you know, a half hour or so. Yeah, I didn't understand the point of that one. He either looked like a high school marching band or mm-hmm. something. He's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, he just turns oh, and follows right I'll behind the guy. Start walking with you. I'll walk with you. I don't know, man. Uh, it's fine. Uh, yeah, check it out, inmates, if you haven't seen it. I would. I want to know what you guys think. Was Martin a vampire? Area code seven seven five three eight seven zero two seven five, or the or uh, the email paddedroompodcast.com. Was Martin a vampire, or was he just an awkward, dingy little man? I think. Let me know. Dingy man, D- virgin with bad teeth. <laughs> yeah, overbite. Uh, we're gonna take us a break, inmates. We'll come right back.
like what you hear head over to the padded room facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation check out the t-villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show and we are back buddy yes yeah man i tell you what it's about Hmm. that time for three on a meat hook oh yeah Three on a meat hook. Hope you got your condoms on, buddy. <laughs> I don't know how many you wear at a time, but I like to go for two or three because this week we're going for oh, man. We're going for worst rape scenes in a movie, buddy. How about number three? Oh, I didn't catch the worst part of it. I was just thinking rape scenes in general. Oh, same thing. Okay, uh, entity for number three. That's a bad one. Yeah, Those are, that that's pretty pretty gnarly. Uh, it's bad enough getting raped. It's even worse when you're getting, you think you're going crazy while you're getting raped because there's nobody actually raping you. <laughs> right. That's the hard Can't part. Can't see anybody or no, anything. No, you're just getting your fucking <laughs> cornhole blown out and you can't f- put your finger on why or who or what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Rude. That is rude behavior, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, those rape scenes were not. I think the, the sound accompanied that. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. is like, okay, there is nothing romantic happening here. And <laughs> no. this young lady is getting uh, tossed about. And how do you know when a ghost is done? 
raping you. You know, <laughs> and when you would it, it feels wet. I don't like, know. I don't know. Kind of a thing. I don't know. It's weird. That's hard. That's hard to wrap your head around. My number three, a little film called The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, yeah. Which one? One One or two? I'm going with the first one, and I'm also going with the original, not the American remake. Okay. Because that is a full-on mouth rape. Mm -hmm. That's all that is. And again, Mm -hmm. not the gentleman. Uh, no uh, flowers, no candy. <laughs> she shows up because she needs some money for a new computer, and boom! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's a hard scene to watch, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty rough. How about number two? Number two is actually your number three. Okay. Girl with Dragon Tattoo? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a bad one. Are you talking are you talking about the original Norwegian? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the worst. Mm-hmm. Um I I uh I'm not interested. And I No. How is that attractive as a guy? You know what I'm saying? <sighs> I mean the whole point of the blowjob is that I get to relax while she does all the work. Right. And enjoy some peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. Buddy. <laughs> not if I'm like, you know, mounting her neck. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know about that shit. Uh, my number two is a little uh, something a lot of people don't consider this a horror movie. I do for this exact scene. It's called Deliverance. Have you seen Deliverance? Oh, yeah. That's gnarly. Squeal like a pig. Squeal like a pig, boy. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. Man. Um, I remember watching that on regular TV when I was probably eight or nine. And it occurred to me what was happening. Right. But they took some of the more um, graphic scenes. Graphic, out. but I mean, they left the vast major, probably a lot more than they should have yeah. in. Because I mean, if you just watch that scene, you you know what's happening, but you don't really see it. Right. It's just a lot of Ned Beatty grunting, and mm-hmm. the other guy like woo doing all that fun shit. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh god, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Burt Reynolds in that film. Yeah, Burt Reynolds, Ronnie <laughs> Cox, John Voight, Ned Beatty. Um, that's about it, really. A bunch of inbred fuckers. <laughs> right. That's that's what I mean. Sure, dude on dude rape. It happens. The prison stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But these fuckers are nasty, man. Yeah, and they're really just shit birds, mm-hmm. which makes it worse in a way. Luckily, yes. I think that movie came out in like uh, what seventy. 70- Six seventy seven yeah, somewhere I think 76, in there. I think. So it's like you're pre AIDS. You don't yeah. have to worry about that. But still, you can get fucking gonorrhea in your butthole. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Ugh, nasty. Mm. Be more worried about like uh, like chiggers. Yep. You know, weird insects getting. Oh God! All right, I'm gonna gross myself out. What's your number one, buddy? Number one, I spit on your grave. You know, I thought about that. But are you talking about the original? The original. Okay. Uh, the problem I have with the original is that as graphic and violent as those rape scenes were, those guys were a bunch of meatballs, and it's actually pretty silly. Yeah. I mean, by today's standards. Mm-hmm. A lot of chasing around, woo, 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 what are you doing? Why don't you just- Cat put, calling. Why don't you just put up a smoke signal that says there's a rape in progress? Yeah. You guys aren't here to have sex with anybody. You're here to jerk each other off, I think is what's happening. This poor young lady just happened upon- um, it's still pretty bad. I think, and there's a weird juxtaposition when it comes to rape revenge movies that, um, 
the rape has to be as brutal. It has to be brutal and graphic, sure. Mm-hmm. But that then justifies whatever revenge action is taken. Right. So whatever Jennifer Hilson does to these turds is completely justified because right. it was that rape, that that nasty and brutal. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to my number one, speaking of nasty and brutal, little film by Gaspar Noé called Irreversible. You ever seen oh, that one? Oh, yeah. That is a bad fucking rape scene, dude. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That one is, it's like eight minutes long, mm-hmm. and it starts off with a rape, then it kind of evolves into an ass-whipping, then it goes back to rape town, and then more ass-whipping, and then if I remember right, a fire extinguisher gets involved, and Monica Bellucci is a hot piece of ace, mm-hmm. and she is dressed to the nines. She just makes the bad decision to take that weirdo tunnel under the street instead of going with her boyfriend across the street. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, man, they, that dude does a number on her. Oh, yeah. And it just goes, it doesn't stop. <laughs> I mean, the whole position of the movie is that you're basically watching the events unfold backwards. Right. So it starts with the uh, rape and revenge, or the, the killing of the, the rapist. And then you go back, and then about the halfway point is when you get to the actual rape, and then you're like, oh, fuck. And then you go back to them getting ready to go out that night where mm-hmm. she's debating on whether or not she should tell him that she's pregnant. Yeah. You motherfucker! But yep. that, as far as the rape scene goes, ah, that'll leave a bad taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a uh, an honorable mention for the toothless mouth rape in a Serbian film. Oh, which yeah. is another fucking gnarly one. Yep. Yeah. After he rips her teeth out, then he skull fucks her mm-hmm. to death. Bad business, man. Mm-hmm. I don't care for that type of action. No. I consider myself an old romantic, buddy. <laughs> yeah. no, I'll take you out to dinner. I'd like you to have willing sex with me if yeah. that's possible. Hold your hair. I'll I'll do that. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll provide the hair tie if you prefer yeah. to go that way. But hey, I'm here for you, sweetie. Mm-hmm. It's gnarly, man. Uh, we would like to know what your top three worst rape scenes are. Uh, by worst, I mean guttural, physical, get in your head and now you can't get them, get out of your head kind of a thing. <laughs> uh, mental health hotline, of course, is area code 775-387-0275. Paddedroompodcast.com. Hit the email link and let us know that way too if you prefer. Uh, you should not be put on an FBI watch, watch list, though. So if you're thinking about, you know, sending us some obscure links to weird black dark web rape right? situation, hey, I don't, I don't want that shit. No self-recorded no, tapes. No, I don't want that either. I don't want to see whatever happened uh, after the, the football game, you know. I, I don't want it. I don't want it. And don't tell me about it either. I'm talking about movies, not whatever you're doing, okay? All right, man. I think it's Terra Dome time. Yeah. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face with the blackest eyes. 
the devil side. To the Terradome. Last week's winners, buddy. We had the Frankenhooker versus the Other. Amidst the chaos and confusion of the Hellfest massacre, the body parts of several missing sex workers were overlooked in favor of possible survivors and mortally wounded sightseers. No one would know the story of the reanimated lady that had been re-dismembered by the Other. With a vote of four to three, the Other advances over... The Frankenhooker, buddy. Wow. I think I need to rewatch Frankenhooker. It's been a long time since I've seen that one. Well, you can stream it anywhere. Anywhere I want, at any time. Uh, no fights tonight, inmates, but we are closing out the semifinals. Uh, let's take a look at the champion, the finals. It's going to be Rawhead Rex versus Sammy Kerr and Valak versus the other. We're going to pick the fights up again next week. And we'll have a uh, crown championship, hoping hoping by Super Bowl Sunday, if this works out the way I had intended nice. it to. Nice. In the meantime, let's do some, uh, what are you looking at, huh? All right. What are you looking at? We uh, had the the wife's friend's kids all weekend. Oh, yeah? And they are very sensitive, so I had to be extra careful with what I had on TV. <laughs> so you had to have the volume down. I had to have the volume down. <laughs> I had to be in a different room, in a different part of the house. Uh, I only got one movie in this week. It's <clears throat> Evil Dead Rise from 2023. Nice. You've seen it. Oh, you yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Um, I don't. I don't want them to do what I think they're going to do. Which is true. There were some illusions in the recording that there were three ne- Necronomicons. Yes. I don't want an Evil Dead universe that's going to include all the iterations. You know what I'm right. saying? I feel like you're you're setting yourself up for failure with yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. V- it's very uh, nerdgasmic to to you know fantasize about Ash and Mia coming back and hanging out with uh, the guitar tech there. Sure, sounds great, but really. Leave it alone. I, I say just let's just have our own separate evil debts. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I'm thinking. Uh, great show, though. What are you looking at, buddy? I uh, I had a pretty busy week, so I haven't had a chance to watch anything. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was a short fucking segment right there. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a short episode. That's okay. All righty. How about some uh, f- uh, immersion therapy then? Yeah. Tough guy. Immersion Therapy What did you think of uh, Significant Other there, fella? I liked it. I liked it up until the point it became evident that 
the boyfriend was the alien. Yeah. Why did he have to act like Ned Flanders from The Simpsons? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hey, how are you? Let's get in my spacecraft. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that part was a little, once it got to that point. But it was kind of funny watch him just act weird there all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like, uh, what's her name? Maka Monroe. She's yeah, great. Yeah, she did pretty good. Uh, I liked the movie. I'm not mad at the movie. I liked it. Uh, I just thought he was a little extra with mm-hmm. his uh you know hi hi yeah howdy doody you know all that fun <laughs> stuff i get it and uh the, the alien itself was pretty cool i mean with like the weird blades that came out of it and stuff yeah. the tentacles was cool i like the uh the pacific northwest aesthetic mm-hmm. uh if, if that's what you're going for um i didn't like the alien ship it looked like a big toenail oh yeah it's, i thought we could have probably done a little bit better with that um yeah, I think instead of showing it, they should have just like, you know, that weird see-through like bubble yeah, yeah, thing. They yeah, could have yeah. done something like that. Yeah, or uh, you know, maybe just some wreckage out in the woods. That yeah. would have been fine too. Because at the beginning, you see the thing the coming mm-hmm. down from the skies. So you know, oh shit, something's gonna crash here. Yeah, but then it's just <clears> like <throat> this weird fingernail sitting on a beach. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah, right, for some reason, I thought she was gonna be the one. She was acting weird. Yeah, she was acting, but she was a weirdo to start with. Yeah, and then that scene where you know going over the cliff is like, yeah, whoa, hey, what's this? <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't much care for the ending either. I thought that was a bit much. No, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't be a human because we all have mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, mental pain is too much for aliens. <laughs> being, yeah, being sensitive is too much for aliens. Come on, <laughs> I know. Uh, have some Kalana pan. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, I, I say check it out. It's worth. It's a very slow burn, and uh, we probably just ruined it for you. But if we didn't, check it out. It's streaming on Tubi. Um, yeah, Aliens in the Woods. Damnest thing. Mm-hmm. What do you got for us this week there? All right, this week, let's check out 2023's Nefarious. This is about on the third day of his scheduled execution. A convicted serial killer gets a psychotic evaluation during which he claims he is a demon and further claims that before their time is over, the psychiatrist will commit three murders of his own. Whew. Yeah, you'll find this gem on Prime and Tubi. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same in Compare Notes next week. But now it is time to educate me. Educating Miss Monica. Well, it is uh, fall break. Thank Christ for that. And me and uh, some friends and some lady friends of ours are headed up to a cabin to party in the woods. Party, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. Second night we're there. Some random dude comes running up to our campfire. Uh, Looks like he's uh, his skin is dripping off of of him completely. It's disgusting. And uh, he also accuses my buddy of shooting him earlier that day. Fucking what the hell is going on? Let me call the cops because this is getting weird. And by the way, trying to scare him off, we shot up our own car because we've been drinking and we're not the smartest bunch to start with. Um, Good news, though. Here comes the cops. Bad news. 
All this guy wants to do is party with us. Well, fuck me. What about the crazy uh, dripping guy out in the woods? What are we going to do about him? And how are we going to get out of here if we shot up our own car, buddy? (laughs) Problems. A lot of problems here. (laughs) Don't shave your legs either, goddammit. Who might I be, inmates? Tune in next week and I will drop some knowledge on you. Uh, who was I last week? I didn't even get into that, did I? <laughs> oh, yeah. I completely, Go backwards now. I'm, go, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm going backwards. Irreversible. That's right. I reversed myself. Uh, what were my clues from last week? Um, well, I am a farmer, and I am raising alpacas, and everything was going pretty smooth until uh, a meteor crashed outside my farmstead, and all my alpacas fused together to create a rat king alpaca, and I got to put that thing down, and I got to keep my family separated from each other so that they don't get fused together, also, because then I'll probably have to kill them when they become Rat King family members. It'll be gross. F- people fusing together. Stay away mm. from the well. Why is everything so colorful all of a sudden? I am, of course, the color out of space. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one, buddy? No, I haven't seen that one. Nicholas Cage at his cagiest. Oh, really? Oh, very cagey, yes. <laughs> oh, nice. Very cool. In the meantime, inmates, I think that's about going to do it for us this week. Sorry about the short show. Strange movie. Not a lot to talk about there. Uh, join us next week for Midnight Sun here in Vampire Month, the padded room. Um, like, comment, subscribe, of course, wherever you found this uh, episode. That helps our visibility quite a bit. We do have a Patreon campaign running. Head on over to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find links to everything you need there. All the contact stuff, the meat hook, the Terradome. It's just a big cornucopia of horror podcast, padded room bullshit. You're going to love it over there. Go check it out. In the meantime, for Jason Harrell and Absentia, nutty fucking kids that may or may not be vampires, (laughs) the uh, enabling elderly cousins, I think, that are convincing them that they're vampires... Pittsburgh, dingy wallpaper, um, and the Padded Room Podcast. I guess visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week. Bye. <laughs>